We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring No Other Pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's up, soccer fans? And welcome to another episode of Soccer Talks right here on KC Sports Network. I'm Ali Trost-Martin, your host. And we've got a fun episode today. It is all about the Casey Curran because it has been a big week in the NWSL. And all that news has really had one team at the center of it, and that is the Kansas City Current. So starting with the biggest news that came down earlier this week, the wait is over. Where was the biggest name at the top of the free agent list going to end up? Dabinha. She is coming to Kansas City. The Brazilian midfielder was hands down one of the most sought after players this offseason, not just in the NWSL, but even beyond drawing interest from teams like PSG, Arsenal. There were a lot of questions where she was going to end up and one massive for the NWSL that she's staying in the league. Uh, And number two, even bigger for a team like Kansas City to get a player of her caliber, adding her to a midfield that's already got a ton of talent, going to be incredible to see what she does this year. Um, But I look into my crystal ball, have a feeling a lot of goals are going to be coming with Dabinia in the mix. So another statement move by this Kansas City current ownership group, and it is going to be at least for two years. That is the contract that Dabinia signed, a two-year deal, um, bringing her to Kansas City in 2023 and keeping her in the NWSL comes via the North Carolina Courage. So a huge move for the Kansas City current and one that is surely going to, uh, one, create a lot of competition in this already very talented midfield, but two, really help spark an already pretty dynamic Kansas City current attack that we saw have a lot of success last year, um, but certainly a player that's going to make a huge difference. And the second biggest piece of news is that Patrick Mahomes is the co-owner now of the Kansas City Current. He added yet another team to his portfolio, joining his wife, Brittany Mahomes, um, and Chris and Angie Long as part of this ownership group. So again, just another massive, massive 
just bit of news for this team, for this city. Um, really excited about this. I mean, Mahomes has been so invested in the Kansas City community and in the sport of soccer, too. He's already a part of the Sporting KC ownership group. So to see him now joining the Kansas City current ownership group is just going to give this team the ability to do even bigger things, um, which it's hard to even imagine what that could be because they really have just come on the scene and made a massive, massive difference in this league, really changing uh, the trajectory of the league and also changing the expectation of what it means to be an owner in the NWSL. So really excited about this addition to the ownership group and yeah, just really exciting time to be a fan of the Kansas City Current. So with that said, our guest on the show today is defender Alex Luetta of the Kansas City Current. She joins me on the show today to talk all about her rookie season last year, this team's success, making it all the way to the championship, what their goals are for 2023, and answer some fun questions with a new segment called Fill in the Blank that let's get to know her a little bit better. So that is coming up here on the show. And as always, we are presented by Emprise Bank. There's more options to do banking now more than ever. So who you work with is more important than how close they are to your home. Emprise has digital banking that meets you where you are, on your phone, on your computer, or even your smartwatch. A trusted partner is always at your fingertips. So big thanks to Emprise Bank, our sponsor. And with that, please welcome Alex to the Soccer Talks podcast. Now welcoming Alex Lueda to the Soccer Talks podcast, defender for the KC Current, coming off of a huge season, her rookie year, and now gets to celebrate the offseason signing a new contract with the club three years through 2025. Alex, sounds like everything's going good in your world right now. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. It's It's been a blast here in KC. And and so when it came to, you know, the option to extend three more years, it was a no-brainer for me. I was like, I love it here. I love the ownership, Cami, the staff, the, the girls on the team. So, yeah, it was no questions asked. I was like, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> So take me through from like your perspective, how this whole thing went down, signing a new contract and, and getting to that point where it was going to become official. Yeah, it was actually a very easy process. Um, I have a really great agent and and she's very personable, easy to talk to. Um, and that's the same with Cami. So I, both of them, they and ownership and everybody, they got on the phone with her and, you know, she worked her magic and and was the main um, person to, to of communication with them. So um, she was just checking in with me, like, does this sound good? How does this sound? Kind of, you know, all the, the contract stuff. And so, um, yeah, it was just a really easy process. Um, Kansas City ownership, Cami, the coaching staff, they just want us to be happy, um, obviously within reason. And so um, they're pretty, they're pretty, pretty um, accommodating, which is very, very nice. That's awesome. And, yeah. you know, seeing the season that you had last year, I don't think it was any surprise that whether it was going to be in Kansas City or elsewhere that, you know, you would have an option like that available to you. I read in like in an inter interview that you did before the end of last season that like you didn't even really expect last season to go the way that it did for you. But now that you've had some time to like reflect, look back, what would be that thing that you could identify that really helped, you know, your success on the field? Yeah, I would just say I think the the one of the main things that really helped me was just how invested Kansas City was, Kansas City Current was in me. 
Um, they drafted me a draft early, knowing I wasn't going to come. And so I think from then, from that moment on, knowing that they wanted me so badly that they would wait a year for my rights, I was just during while I was in college, I was just like, I need to get ready for Kansas City. Like, I need to do what I can um, to help this team. Um, and so I just think that like coming in and having the support of my not only my teammates, but Matt to come talk to me and be like, look, I know what you can do. Um, I've watched you before. Like, I fully trust you. And I just think that knowing that I had his full trust, but also my teammates full trust and that's full trust in, in making mistakes in anything. Um, just knowing that they had my back was, I think, the difference for me. I just knew that I could just go and be myself and know that, you know, AD and Cassie and Sydney at the time would have my back in goal and, and everybody in the back line that I was with would have my back if someone got past me. So I just think it gave me a lot of um, confidence and, and free will to kind of do what I can do knowing that they all supported me 100%. So also, yeah, we'll get to some comes into that. I, okay, I saw a cattail introduce <laughs> us. Who's our little friend? This is Nico. He's very curious. He always wants to come and join whenever we're talking. <laughs> very cute. Oh, this like yeah. this team, bunch of animal lovers. Oh my I'm God. here for it. Between the dogs, yes. the kitties. Sure, there's other animals too. There's like 12 dogs on our team, which is we could like we could create our own like Casey Current Airbuds squad. Actually, or like no, that. seriously, <laughs> I don't know. Care. That's a new idea. We'll have to bring that one up to ownership at some point. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'll, we'll get to some of that team chemistry stuff in a bit, just as you were talking about. But I want to talk about the draft because, like you said, you were drafted in 2021, but opted to use that extra year of eligibility to return to school, get your master's, which I know was important to you as well. So I want to go back to your draft experience because it, I guess it was a little different knowing that you weren't going to immediately enter the league right away. Yeah, it was, it was very different. Um, also because it was the years that the NWSL just kind of threw all the seniors in and whether you declared or not, and I didn't declare and I wasn't planning on declaring either yeah. um, so it was just a whole different experience for me um i had spoke with jerry smith my coach at santa clara we had decided and discussed that if any nwsl coaches reached out we were gonna tell them like don't draft her like unless you really want her like don't use one of your picks for someone that's not gonna come this year and help you this year yeah. um and so we told everyone and like my, my family flew out to California still for the draft because they're like on the off chance that you do get drafted. Like we obviously want to be there with you. And so um, I was surrounded by all my family um, and my, my friends that I lived with at the time at Santa Clara. Um, and so the whole time I'm watching the draft and I'm like, this is so great. I have friends that I know that are getting drafted. And, and so it was really fun to watch. And I'm like, we're getting down and I'm just like, okay, like I, I think I'm in the clear. Like, I don't think I'm going to get drafted this year. And then Kansas City comes up and, and I hear my name called. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and so like, I am so excited because I was like not expecting it at all. Um, I'm so excited. I start crying and my mom starts crying. My grandma starts crying. My sister's laughing at me. My friends are cheering. Like, it was just such a fun experience and very 
very different than if we were to have been at the event or having the event, but obviously we couldn't have that. Um, And so just to have like everyone there in the house and like we could just like do whatever we wanted, scream, yell as loud as we wanted, um, was super fun. And then after I had kind of Zoomed um, and talked about it, then I got a call from Kansas City ownership and and got to speak to them and just how excited they were about me and how excited I was about them. I just think it's like the perfect fit for me here. And so it was, the experience was very different than what these next um, generation players are gonna experience, but nonetheless, it's still so exciting. So uh, like overwhelming, joyful, like I just can't even put into words how much like how much fun it is to be drafted. And it sounds like for you, it almost gave you this competitive advantage because you're able to go into this, you know, remaining year of eligibility with now this like very specific focus in mind, like, you know what your future plans are. Like, how much do you think that that helped you really hone in on what it was you wanted to improve, elevate before you became a pro? Yeah, I definitely think it did give me a little bit of an advantage on taking time to really focus on what I needed to, what I needed to get better. If I wanted to improve my left or right foot, you know, um, I had that extra year to do it um, and still be in communication with um, some of the ownership last year um, while I was playing. Like, I think... um, a couple of them flew out to one of my games one time. <clears throat> Excuse me. My throat just went super dry for some reason. This cold weather, I'm telling I'm you. Like, I'm like, you. <laughs> but they were able to make a couple of my games, which was super, super awesome. So I just think it was like a blessing in disguise that I was able to, or that I got drafted when I wasn't expecting it, and then able to work on myself, both as a person and as a player um to be the best version that I could be coming in this first year and it just it feels like the way that the NWSL continues to evolve and improve is just making it um an even better place for athletes long overdue in a lot of ways but also just really great and promising to see just considering how young this league still is and you know I know for me as someone who never went on to play pro but definitely like at the stadium tear up from time to time, seeing all like the little girls screaming their heads off. Like I, like that would have been me. I, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, it's so cool just to see, you know, how far this league has come and how competitive it is, how fun, you know, it's just, it's really awesome to see. So when you, you know, go into your first year, you know, your free uh, first preseason, all of those things, first time getting together with the team, what was like the biggest misconception that you had in college about what professional life would be like versus how it actually, you know, ended up being in reality? Yeah, I think it's kind of like something that's like kind of funny for me was just, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was not expecting to be like teammates with like moms I was like, this is like so different. I was like, I like had it in my head. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be like college. Like, but it's not like we have a a whole variety of ages. And so I think that was the one thing that like stood out to me the most. I was like, 
oh my gosh, like this little baby, like AD and Kamari. Yes. She's traveling with us everywhere and I absolutely adore kids. So I love it. But that was like the, the thing I had to get my head around the most was like, I am playing with moms. Like how freaking cool is that? Yeah. Oh, so I think that was probably just the biggest one for me that I was just like, what the heck? <laughs> but like, I, I mean, you say you love kids. I don't know if having kids is anything that you plan to do in the future, but like how nice, I guess, is it as a young professional to yeah. see, hey, this league supports oh, yeah. working moms or, or people in like family situations and things like that. Yeah, it's been incredible, especially having like Desi Scott on our team who, who takes care of her little brother and, and brings him around everywhere. Um, the club is just so accommodating to her and him. He's at our trainings. He's out collecting balls for us. Like he is a ray of sunshine when he's in the facility and just like around us. Like he is like all of our little brother. And I just think that seeing the league and each team come around these players who may need a little bit more support and help, um, just the way that they're able to, to help them and to make it so that they can still play. I think it's just incredible. And, and it, it does give hope because for the longest time I was like, how am I supposed to have a child and still play? But then you see Crystal Dunn and Alex Morgan and AD and Desi doing all this and, and so many others. And it's just like, it's possible. And the league is making it, I just think that's so awesome that they're making it so welcoming to have kids, but then also come back and play. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Yeah, I mean, Crystal Dunn's story last year. Yes. Absolutely incredible. Crazy. No, I, I'm totally with you. And obviously, I'm not on the field playing. But even as like a broadcaster, I think it's now been so much more normalized like to see yeah. pregnant women down on the field or in the booth or, you know, doing things. So I'm really glad, you know, that that's something just in women's sports in a variety of different roles, like is becoming more yeah. normalized, celebrated and supported, which is a key word. And, yes. you know, hearing you talk about, you know, that accommodation and things like that, you know, it's no secret that this team had so much fun on the field, but like, it's 
it's hard to have that kind of environment without mm -hmm. other things like having it, you know, an accommodating ownership group, yeah. staff, um, supportive, things like that. Um, when you look at like just how much fun this team had, like, can you take us into what like it was around the office every day out at training and things like that? Like, why was why was it so fun for you guys? Yeah, I I don't know. It was just like immediately we get in the locker room and like Maddie Knoll, who was on our team, she is just the best and was like singing in the locker room. Like people are just walking around, like laughing, smiling. And, and I think just every single person on our team like constantly has a smile on their face. Um, and I think it's just the staff that we have, they are literally kids at heart. Like before we're even like ready to go out to the field, they're out there playing like soccer tennis or like just playing different games, kicking the ball at each other. Like, and just, they really foster an environment. Like one of our values is find the joy. Um, and they just really foster that. And and kind of lead by example like they are always goofing around with each other always laughing lloyd and lucas and ben are hilarious they have like jokes and they prank each other all the time and it's just like just our whole but then also like when we need to be serious they they know and so i think that kind of like reels us back in and it's like yeah this is a moment to be serious but we're also like we're able to laugh during film and just like i think it's just not I'm the coach, you guys are the players. It's we're a collective. We all are going to have a conversation. It's not going to be me talking to you. It's not the captains aren't I'm talking to you. It's let's have a discussion. Let's I want to hear what you have to say. And that's for a rookie or a vet. Like they are very, very much open to express what you need to express. We're here to listen. And and I just think that that kind of has just fostered us into this environment where we're able to be ourselves and find the joy and constantly having fun and laughing. And it does help when you have Lola Bonta on your team and she's all about <laughs> her celebrations. And, and she literally just sent a text in our, in our chat and was like, so all the, the new people like have your cellies ready audition start during preseason. And so it's just like, there's just so many goofy people on this team and you put us all together in a room and it's just incredible. So I'm glad that like, outside you can see how much fun we have at this on this team so it's, it's awesome. definitely a fun environment for sure well and especially to just considering I mean there was a lot of change going into last season a new head yeah. coach a lot of changes to the coaching staff you know you have new players in the mix and so the fact that you all were able to find that balance and find that like that kind of perfect mm -hmm. you know, accumulation of things to to be successful um and, and then to see the run that you all made I mean between the unbeaten streak that lasted almost until the very end of the season yeah. and then, you know, making it all the way to the championship, like this team really like had a target on its back at, at various points in the year. And so I'm curious now, you know, with some of the moves made this off season, bringing in a player, um, you know, of Dabinia's uh, caliber, yeah. having other signings and, and so much talent returning as well. Like, you know, this team got used to, to the feeling of playing with the target on its mm -hmm. back. But now I feel like that's going to be the case, you know, from the start of the season. Yeah. How do you feel that this team is prepared to handle some of that pressure? Yeah, I think when you have just really experienced vets on your team, like 
Desi Scott, Kristen Hamilton, um, Sam Mewis, Lynn, just, and the list could go on low, like Deb now, like you just have so many vets to look up to and to, for them to lead by example. And so I think just they've been on teams or they've been players that have had targets on their back. And so they can kind of guide us as a group. Um, obviously we do have a lot of talent returning and coming in this year. So obviously super excited about that and like our potential this year. Um, so I think just like making sure that we carry our underdog mentality into the season that even though we did have such a good run, like we need to go into every game with that underdog mentality. Like we are the ones that need to win. Um, and so I just think like not letting our heads get too big, um, but enjoying last season um, is going to be super, super critical for us. But when you have such great leadership on the team, on the staff, on the ownership, like it's, it's not going to be that difficult for them to be like, look guys, like, we are the underdogs. We need to do this. This is how our season's going to go. So it's it's going to be interesting, but it's also going to be very exciting. And, you know, looking back on 2022 and the way that it ended, I know disappointing to get to the final and, and come up short, but still looking at all of what was achieved. You know, I mentioned the unbeaten streak that yeah. you all had um, during the season and then to go on the road twice in yeah. the playoffs and win to advance and, you know, then ultimately go to neutral site. Um, you know, what, what's kind of the feeling amongst the team considering, you know, how 2022 ended and, and what, you know, now the hopes are for this season with obviously, you know, trophies on the mind. Yeah. I think that we are just like, I, we just, I don't even know, like we going into it, I think everyone just knows that making a deep run in the playoffs is the expectation now. Um, because we saw what we can do last year and we know that we can go on the road and win big games. Um, we know that we can go unbeaten. I think something for us to focus on this year is to our goal differential, just making sure that we are keeping the ball out of the net. And so I think you just add all those together and, and the players on the team and the leadership and everything. And I just think that we, that's our standard now is, making it to the playoffs and not only making it to the playoffs, but making a deep run into the playoffs. Um, and we saw that we can do it with a very young group last year. And so now with more experience, more vets, more with a, a season under Matt's belt and the staff's belt all together. Um, I just think that there's pieces that we can take from last year and incorporate it in this year and just, you know, make sure that everyone understands that this is a championship culture. This is a championship team. And we're, we're going to train like it day in and day out and, and hopefully come up with that trophy next time for sure. I love it. Okay. I want to end with some fun, a new little segment. Okay. In the blank. So it's just going to be like, you know, quick answers to okay. like 10 questions. It'll be fine. Okay. All right. When I'm not playing soccer, you can find me blank. Reading a book. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to need some recommendations after this. Okay. Nothing makes my skin crawl more than blank. People who chew with their mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> also a big pet peeve of mine. Yes. Okay. When I was little, I wanted to be a blank when I grew up. A surgeon, but oof, 
Uh, thankfully, that did not work out and soccer happened. <laughs> yes, everybody gets to a point where like the thing they thought that they would enjoy, yeah. you kind of like, I, I'm not good with blood or things. So anything medical yeah. was kind of out of the question for me. Yeah. All right. The art of a good corner kick is blank. <sighs> The texture you put on the ball. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Love it. My teammates always give me trouble for blank. Falling. I <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> That's okay. The last time I cried was because of blank. I thought my cat had something wrong with him because his eye was all messed up, but turns out he poked himself in the eye and <laughs> being a kitty. <laughs> Okay, thank God. All right. <laughs> I wouldn't be caught dead wearing blank. Oh, orange. Orange. Uh -oh. Not your color. Not for me. <laughs> if it weren't for blank, I wouldn't be where I am in my career. My mom. Oh. Shout out to mama. Shout yeah. out to mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I wasn't a pro athlete, I would do blank for a living. Oh. Probably something to do with kids. I don't know what, but surrounding myself with kids. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. Okay, last one. My idol growing up was blank. Iniesta. Okay. Yeah, I loved him. <laughs> very, very cool. Well, Alex, it was so great getting to chat with you today, getting yes. better. So excited for this upcoming season and all of the things that we just talked about and kind of what this team expects and, and what they're chasing. So thank yeah. you so much for taking the time. Have a good rest of your day and we'll look forward to when preseason gets going and all the good stuff. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for watching or listening to this episode of Soccer Talks with Allie Trost Martin. That's me. And if you enjoyed today's conversation with Alex Witta, defender for the KC Current, be sure to subscribe to our KCSN Soccer YouTube channel for more conversations like that and more soccer content all across the board. We've got you covered. And of course, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for watching and listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.